0: Hi, welcome to episode 487 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and I love the smell of coffee. But I hate coffee. But Uber coffee? I would like to try that. Today is Fantastic Four, volume 3, number, thir- number 58, a.k.a. Fantastic Four, 487 from October 2002. The Everlovin', blue-eyed, end of the world, part 2 by guest writer Adam Warren and guest artist Kieran Grant and the Baxter building has been severely damaged by a group of thing-like rock monsters and yet the Fantastic Four are still hanging out in this building it looks like it should collapse any second now and Sue's hanging out with her baby She needs to get that baby Valeria out of there! She could get hurt, or killed! Okay, what am I saying? Stay there, Sue, stay! So Reed sent Ben Grimm and the rock monsters to a pocket dimension for eight hours, and now they need some help to deal with them when they get back. They call the Avengers and the Inhumans, but they're not having any luck getting into contact with anybody. I bet Moon Knight is free! Reed, meanwhile, is acting a bit out of character because he is freaking out, going on and on about how these rock monsters will be back in four hours and they have to do something right away. Meanwhile, in the pocket universe, in a futuristic version of New York City, the crazy rock monsters are climbing on buildings, saying things like, it's clobberin' time, and generally trashing the city apart, which doesn't have any living people in it, so that's okay then. It's just themselves and Ben Grimm. They've grabbed Ben, and one of them punches him so hard, he goes flying through a building, and then another building, and then another building, and then another. another. Last issue, Ben saw a report on the Future TV, a TV that shows newscasts from the future. He saw a report that said he was killed by a group of rock monsters while in a pocket dimension, which makes him very nervous because he's in a pocket dimension with a bunch of rock monsters. Of course, we all know this prediction is not going to come true, It's a bad prediction. Is he watching a future TV or Fox News? So after getting walloped, Ben looks up and the future TV has followed him around and it's a flying TV. A flying TV. When I was a kid, I thought in the future we'd all have flying televisions. What a disappointment. The current reporter on TV is speaking Mandarin Chinese. Ben says he'd like to hear something in English and just like that, the TV starts broadcasting in English. One of the biggest problems with the Crazy Rock Monsters is they're duplicating at an alarming rate, like gremlins in a swimming pool. And the Future TV says that when they return to the real universe, the rest of the Fantastic Four are the first to die. Which seems appropriate. Once again, here's a menace to the planet that would not exist had it not been for the Fantastic Four in the first place. The TV goes on to say that Reed, Sue, and Johnny were bludgeoned and torn to pieces by the rampaging rock monsters. That's terrible! And the TV person adds that Valeria Richards was killed too. Okay, that's not so bad. Back with the rest of the Fantastic Four, they try to call Doctor Strange, but all they get is his answering machine. In 2002? Doc! Get with the 21st Century! They can't get anybody! Doesn't anybody have a cell phone in the Marvel Universe in 2002? I bet Moon Knight does. Reed is wondering what's causing all these bricks of Ben's to multiply over and over again and create all these rock monsters. Johnny has a good suggestion. He says, maybe, it's the supercharged Uber coffee that Ben drank a lot of. I don't think Reed knows what to say about that. Maybe it is. I had a feeling that Uber Coffee would somehow come back to play in this story. That's a big rule in storytelling. If you introduce coffee early in the story, it's going to come back as an important part later on. Back in the Pocket Universe, Ben is trying to get away from the rock monsters, and the Future TV tells Ben that he only lasted a few hours before he was killed. Ben asks, How am I supposed to fight a damn army of me? He comes up with an idea. He grabs a car and starts mashing it up into a big ball of metal. The Future TV says that Ben tried to make his own weapons, but it didn't work. He's got that ball of metal now. He drops it on the floor and the heavy ball lands with a loud thud. He heads over to more cars and starts creating more balls. And it's compacting time. Yes, he really said that. Sue and Johnny noticed that Reed is acting funny. Talking to himself. He seems confused about what reality he's in, but it turns out he's channeling a whole group of Reed Richardses from a bunch of alternate realities, and they all appear on a bunch of TV monitors. This, oddly enough, is a pretty important moment, because the whole legion of alternate universe reads will come back later in the series. I think a lot during the Hickman run, if I'm not mistaken. So we see all kinds of different reads, Reeds with short hair, a Reed with long hair, a reed with a goatee, reed with black hair, a manga reed. So Reed is putting his heads together to come up with something. Back in the pocket universe, Ben strolls up in these, to the rock monsters, taking the high ground and tossing his heavy balled up cars at him. He hits one in the head, shattering his head at part, into pieces. He hits another in the arm, just winging him. The rock monsters attack at once, grabbing the building that Ben is standing on and knocking it over. He tries to throw more balls at him, but they grab him quickly and clobber him in the face. And then one of them grabs Ben and swings him around, and then another one pounds Ben in the face. I know Ben likes to be pounded by something that's rock hard, but not in the face. And then one of them is about to crush Ben's skull with a balled-up car, and suddenly, someone else starts throwing the metal balls at the rock monsters and smashing their heads. Ben looks around to see who's shown up for help, and it's... More things... One of them says, See, not all of us spawn of yours are crazy and Hulk-like. Even us friendly good things can still make with a serious clobberin'. Yes, they are the good things. How come the future TV didn't say anything about the good things? Okay, I guess TV rarely reports on good things. So the good thing says there's only a small number of good things, and there's a whole bunch of evil things, so they have their work cut out for them that is the end of part two. Coming next time, will the good things be able to defeat the bad things? Will the Congress of Crosstime Reeds come up with a plan? Will that heavily damaged Baxter Building ever collapse? Or will they somehow fix it? And did somebody leave the Uber Coffee Maker on? Find out next time in episode 488. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at podcastff, and you can download other episodes of iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. He's so stacked that he knows when he goes back to this mobile.